Counselors, approach the bench. I have no further witnesses, Your Honor. Curiosity, I'm allowing this freak show to continue. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. Overruled. Do you swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth, so help you God? Welcome to Movie Mistrial. The podcast where we examine the IMDb Top 250 and IE 4 against the movies being on that list. My name is Johannes. And I am Raji. Today, we are talking about yet another film on that list. The renowned war film Saving Private Ryan. Saving Private Ryan was released July 24th, 1998 and stars many of today's recognizable stars like Tom Hanks, Edward Burns, Paul Giamatti, and of course... Matt Damon. But before we get stuck in the war front, how's your week been? <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> every time every <laughs> uh, a week has been been good uh i'm i'm in between jobs so i i have two weeks off um had a whirlwind trip to hawaii to finish up the house that i have there for renting so that's kind of i know first world problems <laughs> um but <laughs> i did that and um this upcoming week uh, will be full of uh, shows and stuff. So looking forward to going to concerts and theater again and all the things. It's glorious. That's great. That's How are great. you? I'm pretty good. I think that, um, you know, it's been it's been funny how everything seems to have come back to normal. Uh, the streets are packed again. Driving to San Francisco is back to being a headache. Um, you know, it's the whole city is filled with life. And I love it and hate it at the same time because there were some conveniences you had during the pandemic, like driving to San Francisco without traffic. Um, but it's good to see folks. And I think I've spent most of the week being very social and catching up with folks I haven't seen in a long time. So it's been good. It's been mm. good. Nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah. You, you recognize, you know, going out like and, and like, uh, yeah. Places come alive again, and that's really beautiful to see. You know, there's still that kind of masking, not masking, kind of. But I, I don't want to open it up. And it's, um, you know, it's it's kind of this, yeah, interesting crossroads in a way now. So yeah, uh, so looking forward to the summer. Yeah, I, it's yeah, it's at that confusing point where you don't know whether you should follow the mask or no mask policy. Right. Now I now I don't wear masks until I'm prompted to do so. Yeah, I've been vaccinated like three times. I think I'll be fine. I hope. Yeah, yeah. Very good, very good. So, Saving Private Ryan is on the docket for today, huh? Yes, it's crazy, crazy film. Yeah, I think. Anyway, we'll talk about it when we have the argument. But it's interesting where they went with this film. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that uh, maybe we should have a little bit of a. Figure out who is going to be arguing for or against this film, then, and uh, try to get to the most, the more interesting part of the discussion. Sounds great. All right, Raji, heads or tails? I'm going to go with heads. Uh, I've, I've been lucky this year. Heads. <laughs> oh, jeez. You know, I, I just just to be fun about it, I, I'm going to go on the negative side and. Oh. Uh, I'm going to give you the easy part because I think the last few films you've had a, you've had the difficult part. So I'm going to go with the arguing against this film. All right, all right. My my negative spill 
phase uh, <laughs> has been broken. <laughs> but uh, okay, I was actually ready to 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 argue against this too. But I'm happy to talk about that. My thoughts there, and you know, at the end. Um, but before we go into any of this, let's hear a synopsis. Captain John Miller takes his men behind enemy lines to find Private James Ryan, whose three brothers have been killed in combat. Surrounded by the brutal realities of war, while searching for Ryan, each man embarks upon a personal journey and discovers their own strength to triumph over an uncertain future with honor, decency, and courage. And the witness will address this court as judge or your honor. All right, ladies and gentlemen, listeners of this wonderful podcast. We're talking about uh, Saving Private Ryan today. And honestly, this movie is a movie that has a confusing war message. Um, It has a confusing war message because it's both anti-war and also pro-war at the very same time, leaving the audience to choose which version of the truth they want to accept. The mission is relatively stupid. We send a bunch of men to save one man not sure whether they're all going to survive or whether some of them are going to survive. They don't even know if Private Ryan is alive or not. Uh, but they send this. They decide to waste a lot of uh, resources trying to save this young man. Um, and the point of the movie, uh, at the end of the film, you begin to realize the fruitlessness of that stuff and you begin to wonder whether it was worth it or not. Um, I think this movie starts with a bang then becomes a little bit of a whimper and ends with a bang. But the message is confusing and uh, the movie could have been better. Your Honor and the audience, uh, I think we are confronted with a movie that is uh, at its core uh, showing us the greatness of uh, the United States and the resilience that we all... um, encounter when we're in this country and the pride that's uh, coming with um, being in this country, living in this country and fighting for this country and fighting for freedom ultimately. And I think this movie does um, go into, it veers from the, from the big picture of the second world war and goes into a, a very small microcosm of let's save this one person because we've um, that that person's mother has gone through enough and uh, they have paid enough of a toll for this country already. So let's make sure that uh, there's not any more bloodshed for them. And I think the the core of the movie is uh, that heart and that resilience and that um, kind of understanding that we, as Americans, if we band together, we can fight the big, the big enemies, but also, you know, get, get the small things done. And in that it's very inspirational and it's very, um, it, it it it's really touching in in how they tell the story of um a mission that seems fruitless and somewhat meaningless and 
uh, so small at scale and something like, like Raji mentioned, they don't even know if he's alive. But the point is, it doesn't matter, right? A trying matters and it's important um, to take care of, of, of your people. And it's important to, to understand that a war is always taking a big toll. Um, and um, if there's anything that we can do as people to uh, alleviate that toll, I think uh, we should try. And uh, so, so ultimately, this movie is about that. It's about, um, you know, bringing us together, literally, and, and you know, fighting the baddies in a way. But, um, I mean, as, as Raji mentioned, it starts off with, with a bang, um, with a very intense battle, and it ends with a pretty intense battle. And um, there's a lot of um, side quests in between. And I could understand how that could be uh, critiqued in a movie that's three hours long. But I I would argue that uh, the beginning and the end of this movie uh, are so intense that you need a little room to breathe and you need a little room to understand where um, all these characters are coming from. And we need to learn more about them in order to um, really grasp uh, kind of the toll um, people pay uh, with their life, essentially, in this movie. So, uh, all in all, I think this is one of the greatest war movies. I think it's one of the greatest, kind of most real um, war movies, if if one can say that. at least it feels it, it feels very realistic, um, but it's not forgetting uh, why wars are fought, and it's for for the people. So that's why I think this is a great movie. All right, and some interesting points you bring up. I will. Uh, I'm going to counter some of the uh, some of the points you've made. Um, first of all we never see the war from the German perspective. In one sense, this movie is a propaganda film for the American military um, because all the Germans in this film are big, bad, bad people who speak German, bad, bad, badios. Um, And that doesn't make any sense because the war is a lot more nuanced. Then the way they portray the Americans, I mean, you you talk about patriotic, the reason why war is fought, the reason all of those stuff. You mentioned a lot of good loyalties, American flag, white Americans. But if you notice in this film, there was lots of scenes where American soldiers perpetrated war crimes. Um, In particular, there was a a scene at the very beginning after they landed on the beaches of Normandy where two Czech soldiers came out and raised their hands up and said, hey, we didn't do any killing. We're just Czech soldiers. Um, And instead of seeing the fact that these people had surrendered, the Americans pointed a gun at them and shot them. And after he shot them, the guy said, what did he say? And he said, oh, I didn't have a shave today. And he was basically mocking the people he killed. One of the, the one of the things that this movie does show is that you all devolve into inhumanity throughout the war period. But then it gives us extremely likable characters like the sniper, who reads this passage from the Bible and kills someone, um, basically mixing religion and 
violence into one one fatal mix. Um, characters give big speeches, uh, and immediately they do that, you know that they're gonna die. Uh, another example was the character of, you know, that uh, Vin Diesel played. Um, you know, you knew something was gonna happen when he goes in and he says, "I gotta save this little girl." And he picks her up and walks right into the middle of the street, takes his helmet off. Stupid man. Um, he gets shot, but he survived and became a car trader when he got back to the U.S. Um, uh, it started there. The family started there. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're doing it for the family. Um, but, you know, the message is mixed. It's like you have this anti-war message where you see all this um, futility limbs flying in the air, people dying left and right for no absolute reason, then they give us characters who we're supposed to like and empathize with. Um, They give us a mission that is senseless and you wonder why they're actually even doing it. Movie does a good job of even having the characters ask ask the question, why are we going to save one guy when there are many people who've died, many people who are like only one kid to a mom who've died in this war why are we going to save this one guy and the movie never actually answers that question it was just like all right cool we'll just have to do it because we're following orders but at many points in this film people didn't follow orders um you know the it's 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 a little bit wishy-washy on what the expectations are um and at the end of the film, you know, the guy kneels down and says, was my life worth it? Um, which was a very crude twist, by the way. I, I, I spent half, almost 90% of the film thinking that we're watching the character of Tom Hanks. Um, and then we find out later that we were actually watching the character of Matt Damon uh, doing his thing. It's, it's a very, it's a very, um, you know, the message is wishy-washy. Um, it's mixed in with Steven Spielberg's extreme sappiness, which is one of his characteristics in all his films. Every character seems to have meaning. Um, but you know, the movie, the movie, uh, has mixed messages. I think I'm just going to stop talking because I think I'm going around in circles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so war is messy, right? Uh, always has, always will be. Um, and uh, I mean, you brought up war crimes. I th- th- there's a bigger scene in this where they are on the brink of doing it again, and you have people f- consciously trying to fight against doing it. And I think it's a you know, it's it's attempting. I guess, you know, in in that world, in that time, you've gone through a lot. You've seen a lot of bloodshed. You've seen a lot of carnage. Um, uh, One could probably be led into thinking that gloves are off. Everything is cool, right? It's not, obviously. But... um, But I think this movie is, is showing us in a worthy... Like that dilemma in a scene in, in like towards the middle of this, where they they find the German soldier and ultimately release him, 
but then at the end, uh, you know, um, he he joined up forces again and uh, is fighting against uh, the U.S. again. So I mean, I I don't know what we're supposed to take away from that, um, because I mean, I, I, and I guess that, that kind of goes with your um, the weird reading of like it's not clear what this movie wants to tell us uh, because it's not uh, i guess what we take from this is where's messy right it's not black and white there's a lot of gray and uh, even good intentions may have bad outcomes at the end um bad intentions probably will always have bad outcomes right so so at least as people we should aim and, and strive to to go in with good intentions and do right and and hope that it works out. Um, and, and again, I think the, the point of this is that um, in the midst of, of war, a lot of bad things happen, but we should not forget the humanity of it all. And it is important to look at the sacrifices people and families make and it's okay to take a step back and saying this is enough for this particular person and i think that that's ultimately at the core of this movie now of course there's there's a lot of um you know rah-rah and and patriotism mixed in between um because it is ultimately a very american movie and and that's just the fabric of this country, um, you know. Um, you brought up it's it's not from a German point of view. I thought about that actually. Um, it would probably probably be very different, and it would not be um, influenced from a positive point of view of like, look how awesome we are. We're fighting the good fight here, right? Because that that's not the um point of view that uh, we can take you know and that that Germans can take um like you know coming from Germany it's it's like seeing that sense of patriotism and you know pride with the German flag or the American flag we don't have that we only have that when when there's the the soccer world world cup <laughs> right so um it's it, so it's hard to have a movie uh, show the German side and not have it be influenced by, um, you know. But but you know, ultimately, this this was very bad because it was right. Like the, it's not a, it's not a war that that was fought on on with good intentions to begin with, right? So so presenting that side, but uh, with a with a skew on you know we're on the right side of history here is very very challenging so i think um any movie from from a german perspective would always be um not true to the source and any movie from the american perspective will always have this influence of uh, we're amazing and we're fighting the good fight right so i think um ultimately um from from a point of view of displaying war and the cruelty and, and kind of the, the carnage of war this movie is is really good and and it just tells you it shows you the dread and the helplessness and the chaos and the bloodshed 
and the luck, but then also, you know, the the bad things that happen, right? Like, and you, you may get a shot to your helmet, and you're 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 okay. You look at the helmet, and you're done, right? So, um, I think it's a, it's it's kind of a challenging movie, right? Because it's uh, I mean, as you pointed out, it feels like two different movies, or as I said, too, it feels like two different movies. It feels like a war movie, and it feels like a like a side quest, like go, you know, and, and, and find this person. And we, we go into different places and ultimately end up finding this person only to culminate in another war um, scene. So I'm going to counter your point of view. And I think that the whole premise of World War II was disgusting from the very beginning. Um, and I will, I, will, I will make that known, but I think it can be done where we can portray nuance. It was done in Das Boot, uh, the German film that came out in 1984 that showed that on a micro scale, most people were fighting to just keep, to stay alive. Um, on a macro scale, it was an obviously disgusting war, but a lot of people were um, plucked out from normal life and sent into this barbaric situation. Um, even people that didn't support the agenda of the government. Um, it, even Tom Hanks in this movie was one who didn't uh, support the, um, the, the agenda. He was a teacher who was conscripted into the army uh, and forced to go to war. So this is a situation. Um, I will say that um, the end scene where... Um, Oopman was on the staircase with the bullets uh, and the the Jewish character was fighting with the German soldier broke me in this film. It was one of the toughest things to watch. Um, I, 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 it still haunts me. But having said that, I still think that the characters uh, were a little too um, bland. Um for people who have lived with each other for a long time, uh, the idea that Tom Hanks' character was an unknown for so long in this film is a little weird, even by his second-in-command, who didn't know who he was, what he did. And, uh, you know, there were there were some great moments in the film, some moments of acting, but if you removed some of this... Um, would this movie have been better or worse? That's a good question because this movie is going to almost three hours. I mean, we've seen long films in this um, during this time, um, but the, the the middle part just kind of dragged on. It was set piece after set piece after set piece after set piece, um, and uh, while some of the set pieces were cool, uh, some of the set pieces just seemed very very weird. Uh, like Paul Giamatti sitting down and hitting the wall um, and soldiers, German soldiers just being behind the wall. That was very weird. The, the American soldiers were just all this time talking outside. The German soldiers were talking inside and nobody knew that they were on the other side. And of course, um, the, you know, the, the Marines came back and shut them from the very top of the building. Uh, and all the Germans died. Uh, that guy eventually went uh, to Boston and opened a, a cafe called Cheers. Um, but 
it's it's very it's very interesting to see you know the randomness of some of the events um which could be warlike but it's realistic and unrealistic at the very same time um this movie uh it could be I, I i kept thinking about 1914 when i was watching this film i don't know if you've seen 1914 or 1917 um the one about the kid who has to go and tell uh, the British soldiers on the other side uh, that the plans were awry and the British, the Germans knew of their plans and would, they would be killing, uh, killing everyone. Yeah. I kept thinking about it. It's a simple mission, just like this film. Go and find this kid and bring him back and you get to experience war uh, in, you know, in all its grotesqueness, randomness and stuff, you know. But where the movie uh 1917 told the stories through actions um this movie is told the story through discussions and that movie that kind of bucked this film down to a point um i think there were a couple of things they could have removed uh made the story go a little faster in the middle uh and we would have still gotten the same effect uh but the fact that they spent some like what what was the point of telling us about the guy who was whose mother walked into the room while he was asleep, and he sometimes didn't want her to know that he was asleep, that he was faking his sleep. Um, I didn't understand the point of that, and I did, you know, why he laid dying and was screaming, "Mama, mama, mama!" Heart wrenching to watch, but the point of the story was lost on me at that particular point. So, you know, like I said, the message is wishy washy. The middle is a little too sluggish. Uh, but it was, you know, the two tentpoles are, are extremely strong. That's what I think about this film. Yeah. I mean, like I said, I think those scenes are there to humanize um, the people behind or the, the people that are in war because it's like by, by default, soldiers are um, in a way like their personalities are they're kind of obfusc- obfuscated right by the by by outfit like every, you know that they're supposed to look the same so it's kind of it's just a mass of people and not the individual that's there so i think it's it's to tell us the the people behind the soldier and the thing what you brought up with uh, tom hanks's character that uh, he's been a mystery and day. I think that's that's the point there too, where he compartmentalizes the um the act of being a soldier um in its own little bucket and tries to separate that from the his his real life and uh, you know tried to separate the two because it's very you know what happens during the war is obviously brutal and and you know but but like once you've done that can you go back to teaching you know if you don't compartmentalize so i think that you know that's kind of the motivation there um but um once he opens up um that helps bring his crew together and i think it's it's just a you know now everybody is kind of coming together and they understand each other a little better because they understand the bigger picture again it's it's a movie about bigger and small picture 
uh, at all times um, on a personal level and then on a world stage, I think. So, um, so, so, you know, as as a war movie, I think it's a it's one of the best examples of what one can do, uh, and it's one of the. And this movie is, is what twenty years old now, a little over twenty, twenty five almost. Um, it, it's one of those movies that look real, and I think that's the that makes it that drives the the gruesome aspect of war home even further. It's not just CGI and, and effects in a way, but um, but anyway, I you know I think as a as a as a war movie, this is great. I think as a um, American hoorah feel good you know about patriotism movie this is a good movie uh i think there's something for you if you want to look for humanity and crisis mode um as well so i I think it's a good movie and uh, people should watch it i will i will finalize my statement by saying that the american hoorah kind of takes away from the global effort that this movie was this movie storming the beaches of Normandy wasn't only American soldiers, but this movie portrays it as only uh, American soldiers. There were British, there were French, there were Canadian officers involved. But the fact that they were trying to wipe those people out of the conversation, it's it kind of goes with the over-patriotic message, which kind of, if I saw a Chinese film that did this, right, I would be like, wow, this, you know, this propaganda we got to call it out too. If an American film does it, it's propaganda. Um, and it's not, it's not great proper. It's blatant in some ways, because it seems like the American military was the only soul force who stood up against the Germans. Um, and in that sense, we got to criticize the film for it. So yes, that's, uh, I think that's all the points I want to make against this film. Um, Right. I'm I'm willing to go and talk about it in general terms. Let's do just that. Your Honor, I'd like to ask for a recess. Uh, I mean, many of the points you brought up, um, I would have brought up as well. I think I was getting ready to talk against this movie, actually, because <laughs> this is me being uh, a nice guy. <laughs> I know. <firing. laughs> I should have just gone with talking for it i have a lot of great points about the film to be fair um and and while you were talking i um let me start from top i think what i don't like about this movie is the framing device um i don't like that we go and see this old person at the cemetery and we're led to believe it's tom hanks and then it turns out to be the Matt Damon character at the end. And the reason why I don't like that is because if it's Matt Damon's point of view, then we cannot see everything that happens before they meet him. Um, unless it's very unreliable and it didn't happen that way. It's just what he heard. And then how reliable is that? Not very. So... I think the framing device in of itself is flawed as hell in this, which I don't think is great. Um, you brought up it's very confusing uh, in in its messaging. 
and I agree. I the the problem I have with it because I looked up if this was a real story, and it's the answer is kinda not really. There's a different brother that they that they rescued, but it, it was not you know not in this area, and the, so this whole thing is made up, mm-hmm. pretty much. And so that leads me to think, okay, why are we doing this? We're doing this to make us feel good about the American involvement in the Second World War because it's such an inspirational look. We have this mission that seems to be insane you know and and people are actively talking about like okay we're losing people left and right here to save one person like does this make sense but we are americans we do this and that frustrated me <laughs> when i watched it watched it again i've seen this movie a, a bunch of times but this is the first time i've seen it from from that lens as well of of this American patriotic, you know, we can be stronger together and, and we bring him home. And to think it it could have been much more meaningful if this had been a real story. Because then at least there's some roots there that we can like, okay, you know, as Americans, we, we do this stuff. But it being fundamentally a made up thing just feels very icky all of a sudden to me because it's like why do we need to fabricate these things and then and then we have this very obvious war crime topic that happens time and time again here where you have this discussion and you have this conflicting message of america f yeah we're awesome we're saving the world with a little bit of war crime in between (laughs) Uh, and it's 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 weird in a way but you know i'll I'll let you talk no 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 i i I agree with all the points you've made um i think that i will i i i i probably should have made that point strong to that one about the fact that it was a deceptive deceptive marketing from the very beginning to the very end and we we were spending a lot of time thinking that it was the character of tom hanks only to find out it was a character of Tom, you know, Matt Damon. Uh, and uh, that point about reliability in the storytelling is extremely important, given what we find out at the end. It's yeah. very, 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 very important. Um, but I will say this. At the end of this film, I cried. Um, I don't know why I cried, but I, I fucking, I just cried. <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was very sad. I think it was just the idea of Tom Hanks just laying on the ground there, trying to shoot the, um, the tank with his pistol. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, that ending was extremely tense. Um, and you watched, I watched a lot of my favorite characters, uh, just perish. Uh, from the film, the 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 scene with the where the Ju- uh, Jewish character was fighting against the a German soldier and uh, and the the knife uh, went into him slowly and he oh man that scene that I was like screaming I was like no no we, this is not happening 
oh no it was just i think that was a that was the basic basically where i was primed to cry you know and you know the character was the opman was just at the staircase uh with the gun um just there uh shell-shocked and i think it's it's a valid reaction for somebody who had not seen that much war uh when you finally see it it's you know it's uh it's you really don't know what to do um the transformation of that character was very revealing about what this movie was about we see him as a bumbling mumbling uh dude at the very beginning of the film um as time goes on he becomes a chain smoker uh and at the very end what his principle was because he was the one you mentioned that uh the second time we almost saw a war crime he was the one who was principled enough to say we don't just shoot him he surrendered uh, and he was the one who was pivotal in having them blindfold him and tell him to walk a thousand step, um, steps in one direction um, towards the Allied forces. Uh, but at the very end of the film, the German surrendered too, and he just shot him, uh, which was basically a devolving degeneration of the character from principle to inhumane. Um the movie has many stories and many points. I don't think I don't think the movie is bad. I think the movie is very very good. It's a Steven Spielberg film, and Steven Spielberg would do Steven Spielberg things. The sentimentality works and doesn't work. There were some characters that it didn't work for me. The Vin Diesel character, you know, it didn't work. I didn't. I didn't. I just kept saying, "This guy's stupid. This guy's stupid. he's going to get himself killed." Um, but the, I will say that the Matt uh, Giblesi guy, his sentimentality didn't work for me either. But watching him die was uh, heartbreaking. The tone of the movie was also very inconsistent. I probably should have brought this up. Um, there were there was dark humor put in at random places. Um, the very be- the beach scene where Matt Giblesi's character was. Uh, with other three medics, we're trying to save the soldier who was dying, and they put stuff in. We're like, he stopped bleeding, he stopped bleeding, and they shot him in the head. And it was like, give us a chance, you know. That was dark humor, and it just seemed out of place in a war zone where everyone was dying like that. Um, uh, the it, it's it's the tone is is inconsistent, but you know. Tom Hanks carried this film from the very beginning to the very end. His charisma just shone throughout the film and getting to know him and his wife, the, uh, the roses they have at gardens. It was, it was heartbreaking to see his character die. And I was quite angry that uh, we didn't see his story uh, continue after the film. Yeah, I think that, you know, the... And you know, in, in today's movie speak, that would be the big twist, right? He doesn't make it out alive, even though he's the big star compared to all the other people that are now big stars, but back then weren't really. Um, yeah, I think you know this movie has been kind of a departure for Hanks's previous roles. It, was, it felt like it was the first time he he played a serious um, character. In a serious movie, the 
the tone I didn't necessarily have an issue with. Uh, and again, I, I think the, the opening 20 minutes are incredibly dire, but very strong. And I think the, the, the final battle is also very, very strong because it feels so hopeless. Um, but then yay, the, you know, air force is coming by and saves the day. Um, Hoorah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you know, it, you could pick this apart a lot, uh, like on, on, a, on a book level, right? Where it's just, there's a lot of convenience and there's a lot of, I don't know. I mean, like you said, there, you know, there's humor in there, which is sometimes a little strange. Um, but I think it's needed to a degree because it is so dire and so depressing and so bloody and brutal. So uh, I think that's just how people cope. No, so I, I, and I don't think that's, that's unrealistic. Um, and, yeah. and, I, and I, and I think we've seen, you know, more recent examples of, um, of that where, um, you know, in these dire times, people have done atrocious things for humor's sake, um, which, which doesn't make it right, obviously. But you know, I think that's that's a way how people cope with 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 the weirdness that goes on around them in a way. Uh, but again, doesn't make it doesn't make it necessarily right. Doesn't feel necessarily right. So, so I get your argument was like you know to, tonality wise, it's it's strange. Um, I think on a on a on a like technical level, this movie is ticking a lot of the boxes, right? Like you know, visually, cinematography, effects, music, uh, cast, like everything is is really good. I think the biggest flaw is the book, and 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 mainly because I think it's um, not um genuine from the start it's not genuine from the setup it's not genuine from the story that we've we're told and that hinders the movie of being really good for me yeah i think at the end of the film i kept thinking oh i want to go see band of brothers again um, right yeah <laughs> that was that was like my overwhelming thought i, I thought I, for a long time i thought the movie was real and then I found out it wasn't real and it lost a lot of Respect. impact. Yeah, it's like, oh, why am I watching this fake story when there were so many great stories from World War II? Tales of valor, tales of of grossness, tales of everything. Um, it just right. made me want to go watch Band of Brothers. And I think I'll probably see some of the episodes of Band of Brothers this week. Um, but... It's, you know, it's Steven Spielberg being Steven Spielberg. And I will never, I will never uh, fault. The f the set pieces were great. The technical, everything in this movie technically was great. Uh, I have no, I have no qualms with how the movie was made. There were scenes that got me going, whoa, man. Um, some of the stories, it's just the weak point of this film will be the motivations of the characters and you can when you when you focus on the motivations you can tear this movie apart 
Yeah. Um, but if you decide to ignore that, you would have an incredible, sad, grotesque ride uh, trying to save one individual in World War Two. Yep. Very true. Very true. So, yeah. Um, it would be good to hear what you think. I agree. Um, if you have uh, suggestions or if you have points you want to counter with, feel free to reach us uh, on our social media platforms on at Movie Mistral on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. Um, and they can also send us an email at contact at moviemistral.com. What movie are we doing next week? Um, that's or in two good. weeks, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we are watching Life is Beautiful. Yeah, it's another um, movie set at the same period. Okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. I'm looking forward to talking about that one. Yep. Yep. Same All here. Right. Cool. Well, until next time. Sounds good. Have a good weekend and uh, have a good rest of your week. Likewise. Likewise. Bye.